early on there was terrorist groups buying arms mm -hmm. with crypto and the u.s government themselves i think caught wind of it and they saw the trades happening of mm -hmm. like one arms dealer receiving crypto and then the other guy just receiving weaponry mm -hmm. and they're like how do you get this guns what, what's all this and movement? Then, yeah they were able to track and the, they're really able to track and be like oh the these have took it all yeah it happens it absolutely happens that's the beauty of blockchain and decentralized finance that transactions are publicly admitted and that you will see how much funds if you could associate a certain account to a certain organization you can see what they're working with what they're spending it on and it's actually one of like something that i think is one of the points as to why governments should be using blockchain technology and you as a citizen should care about this because you would see if funds are being used as they were promised to be used versus over inflammatory like contracts where executives end up getting paid more than what they should be getting paid. Welcome back to another week of your favorite crypto podcast the unscripted what crypto podcast no sometimes crypto you really f messed that one up <laughs> he's like let's restart that one <laughs> you really that was terrible <laughs> yo you butchered it the unscripted crypto podcast son it's welcome back to your favorite podcast your your favorite crypto podcast your favorite yeah welcome back to your favorite crypto podcast sometimes crypto the unscripted crypto podcast you missed it i missed the sometimes crypto you podcast. missed the most important the whole part. title though like the main title well we're back. We're back. It's another week. We're 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 pumped. We're pumped. It is Tuesday, not like last time, which was on Monday. It's cold as hell outside. I, no, it's not. It's freezing. It's not. I had I I had to wear like joggers this morning. It's not that cold. <laughs> it's not that cold. It's not that cold. <laughs> it really isn't. But let's get into it, William. Right. So last week we recorded on a Tuesday, on a Monday, on a Monday, and Tuesday the news came out. Yeah. I was going to see if you're going to tell me what the news was, but okay. <laughs> I just said, yeah. Binance and CZ agreed to plead guilty. CZ. Or Bi Binance also? They both. Yeah, they both. They to both, money sure. laundering charges, not having KYC policy, and I didn't write it down, but some other stuff. Oh, some other stuff besides that? Yeah. It was Binance admits in engaged anti-money laundering, unsolicited money transferring, and sanction violations in largest corporate resolution to include criminal charges of an well it says executive because this is of CZ. an incumbent ceo no it says executive yeah. of an executive but it's just C cz being charged with with fines well, yes with he's criminal, on criminal, criminal charges yes it was all he's taking full responsibility of it yes it's all him kind or, of a go if, if no honestly like yeah that. yeah he's he's a pretty he's pretty goaded for that he's taking the full full blunt force of the the whole thing he's not, um, yeah he's not taking the company down with him um he's not making other people uh continue in criminal activities now what are the nuances of this of this uh charges what what does this what does the future of binance look like because of this so binance got a new ceo let me look him up because i forgot I... new ceo yeah i have a picture of his name here yeah a picture of his name well a picture i saw a video um coin bureau did an interview with him. Well, they posted it today with the new CEO, and he um gave some he gave some info about today. Today we are recording on a regular on a regular schedule. It's yes. Tuesday, eleven twenty eight. 
Richard Tang. Richard Tang. What do you know about him? Or like what what was it? Did you see the interview? I did watch it. They didn't talk much about his background. He just used to work for um at some level of the Singapore government, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But apart from that, he's really he's a real big compliance guy. Okay. So he wants to like at least the point of bringing him on is to make sure it's to calm the nerves of the FTC if I'm not mistaken and the DOJ and all those other law enforcement all those other governing agencies that um sued yeah not sued Prose- uh, bro- prosecuted pros- um, through charges pro- prosecuted prosecuted finance mm-hmm. so one thing that i saw was that uh finra uh the f- who finra fincen 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 maybe uh so uh, i apologize um Maybe FinCEN. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up real quick. But uh, it, they're gonna be overseeing Binance from FinCEN. Now. FinCEN. Okay, yeah. I apologize. Uh, yeah, FinCEN is gonna be overseeing Binance and all their operations. Um, henceforward, and also Binance has to exit like the U.S. market completely. Completely. That's insane. Uh, I mean, the U.S. is a big like financial institute. Uh, do you think that's going to pose any threats to to the crypto market in the long run? So I'm going to say something, and I don't know to what depth this goes, but it says Binance. It doesn't say Binance US. Okay. And those are two different entities. Okay. So Binance is being charged with the... With this, not the Binance US side of it, mm-hmm. which is a separate entity that came much that came a little later. Okay. Which, if I'm not mistaken, did implement KYCs from the very beginning and everything else. Okay. Because this, for the most part, is attacking, not attacking, but went after Binance's, when it first started in 2017, where it didn't have a lot of KYC, didn't have any of this, and it just came, well, it didn't come after, but it just allowed customers within the U.S. to bypass and go ahead and use their services. Mm -hmm. So the Binance U.S. side of it, I'm not sure what effect that's going to have, but 100%, the Binance international side will not be able to do provide service within the u.s to u.s customers if they had a binance u.s then like i'm sure that binance u.s was the only one allowed to operate within the united states early on you can break the rules yeah that's wild wild west it was 2017 it it is the wild wild west (laughs) that's the one thing you gotta take take note if you're into the crypto space this is all brand new stuff going on uh, new regulations are always constantly, constantly like being in place. Uh, new rules, just you, you don't know what the landscape is going to look like in the next six months, mm. per se. Also, I think we're a little jumpy because Axie's actually been throwing me to different things and not staying tangent. We haven't covered anything. We just used to ask me one nuance and then you go off to one thing. What do you mean? You first asked me about the CEO, the new CEO. Uh-huh. Then you go off to one more thing. Then oh. you go back to... Oh, okay, okay, okay. I need so, more streamlined thinking okay, here, buddy. That's, that's, let's, uh, let's zone it in. Let's zone it in then. Where do you want to go? He, no, we started with FinCEN. We, and, and, yeah. one of it, and one of their things. Uh-huh. I'll keep him on that because okay. to add context to that. FinCEN will be over, will have, um, will be scrutinizing, essentially, all transactions done in Binance. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the next five, five years... And three years, because it's gonna be two different. It's gonna be two different parties doing it, both from FinCEN, but just two different parties from the two 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 of the governing agencies that filed against them. 
So they're going to oversee three years, one term, and then five years. A combined total of five. So, inter- you know? FinCEN is primarily ran and operated by the United States government. So. It, yes. Okay. It's a not, but is a, another branch of government in okay. terms of. So in terms of agency, I don't know if you could answer this, but like, do you know why FinCEN is going to be a part of this, even though they are supposed to be exiting the U.S. market? Because they most likely want to go after anyone who has interacted with a U.S. customer um, okay. address. I see. So like, or oh, um, account. since Binance has exposed itself to U.S. customer bases, like FinCEN feels like it is like to some degree responsible and should have some oversight on what's been going on. So not oversight, but more so, okay. Since we never talked about their thing is one of their crimes was um, giving access to, allowing U.S. customers to be able to communicate with or transfer money with sanctioned countries. Okay. So one of the reasonings they can add behind is we want to see what customers transact currently with those sanctioned countries and if they've transacted beforehand i see to make sure no like crimes have been committed so, exactly. by the u.s uh citizens correct or organizations correct should um should u.s citizens and organizations continue using binance in the future uh, I don't even think it's a U.S. thing. I think it's everyone. Mm-hmm. Should everyone continue to use it? Because it puts okay. everyone at risk of having their own information mm-hmm. looked into or, or scrutinized. Yeah. By the U.S. government. That's up to you now. That's up to you. That's up to you if you're willing to now knowingly, knowing that the U.S. government mm-hmm. will be looking at transactions. We'll ask Binance, hey, what is this? Why is this trade happening? Why is it allowed? you comfortable as a user of Binance with that with that yeah because even if you have a um a VPN or whatever yeah they can that transaction is still it's, in Binance is still known KYC there yeah, to a degree to a degree yeah of course yeah because like one of the main principles of like crypto and decentralization is privacy um pseudo non anonymity but then again Binance is a centralized exchange yeah, you lost that already yeah to a degree you've you've you forfeited some uh some like privacy and uh, anonymity. Yeah. So you said that there's going to be some other entities also supervised? Not supervising, but like, um, not not like, I didn't mean that. I meant it more so since two of the agencies that filed the suit against them, they both have a time. One has a three year and the other one has five years. Okay, like how much time they're going to be... Exactly, which is not in, is not separate. It's not three and five, like mm-hmm. eight. It's three and then... And five. Cons- like, so like cons- yeah, it's all after, together. After the the first period ends, like the other one just gonna, is going to continue. Yeah, it's two more years till, after. Till, till, exactly. Okay. So one agency is, is looking to them for three and the other agency is looking for five. So it's going to be a total of five, eight, uh, five years. Exactly. Which makes sense. Like if, if this uh, organization has pled guilty to not being compliant to these regulations, then... Like having a set time frame in which it is going to be uh, monitored, uh, it seems like, at least to me, somewhat within realms of justification. Yeah. Would you disagree? Okay. Uh, no, I don't disagree with that. And uh, so from from here, do you think Binance has a good future? Like. Yeah. Yeah, healthy. They're fine. 
Yeah. This happened and the crypto market didn't flinch. It didn't flinch. It really didn't. Uh, you go back five years or three years or two years, like for the full sport, first bull run, and you go... Most recent bull run. Yeah, go to the most recent bull run mm -hmm. and put out in the market. But the biggest crypto exchange in the world, Binance, was just filed, just pled guilty to these charges. Mm -hmm. and CZ is stepping down. Mm -hmm. CZ has to pay $150 million in suit. That was me, my bad. And then Binance has to pay four point two billion, four billion to in resolution. Okay, charges. and they could cover that pretty. They are gonna cover that's that's light work. Light they work. they have they have the money. This is like this cake work. They have the money. Cake. The crypto market would would prick itself yeah. in that moment if it were to be actually. If it would bad. be two years ago, and it would be like absolutely one hundred percent. Like that's you, two years ago is when FTX the whole FTX collapse happened. Yeah, and the market did and, a twenty percent dip. And all I mean, the, a twenty percent crash. And everyone was defaulting. Yeah. Like there is not didn't happen. Yeah, enough. so seeing how Bitcoin and other crypto markets haven't really <clears throat> like taken too much effect by this news, it's not nothing dramatic, nothing. Well, it it is dramatic. It, it, but, yeah, it's, but it's just not gonna. It's not gonna affect the market because the thing is, funds are safe. Yeah. As of right now, the current, the new CEO, who's Richard, has only been there a week and has already stated the same thing CZ said. And it was, in these allegations, not once they say customer funds were misused. Not once did they say any customer funds were lost. Not once did they say we don't have enough um, assets to cover customer withdrawals or 100% of those withdrawals. Mm -hmm. The currently is the only exchange, apart from Coinbase, that has had zero problems in terms of customer funds. Apart from Coinbase? Yeah. Like, so what you're saying is that Coinbase hasn't had any issues with Yeah, with customer funds with either. Customer funds. You know, which that's that's an article I read. So uh, there could be other coin exchanges, maybe smaller ones, but probably like of this magnitude. Like FTX misused customer funds and they were a big exchange, which we're going to get into that because there is some hypocrisy here. What do you mean? Hypocrisy? Yeah, but we'll get into that now. There's still more Binance to cover. Oh, there's still more Binance to cover. I was gonna, I was gonna start transitioning into Coinbase and like their stock price, because Coinbase is up uh, year year to date, um, and uh, month like from the beginning of the month to now. So I don't know what like. I just want to see why you wanted me tra to transition here. Well, no, I, want I guess I guess I guess you just have more more information on Binance than I do. I was just gonna be like, okay, so bringing in correlation to where Binance was and how this major news uh, broke out, and it didn't affect the market, and it shows that Binance is still like a strong organization. Uh, I just want to like bring that in also to like how Coinbase is also showing a lot of support and uh, investors feel comfortable with uh, decentralized exchanges centralized centralized specifically centralized yeah you said decentralized i think oh if i did my bad but william has a history of uh, mishearing some of the things that i say also so i'm gonna take it with the with the grain of salt take it with a grain of salt i guess <laughs> yeah um so what's up with the controversies uh with uh binance and well to, to, before we move on also CZ is also not allowed to leave the U.S. Oh, he's uh, being held here? Yeah. He doesn't have to. He's not arrested or anything, but he's not allowed to leave the U.S. until his sentencing date. Okay. Which they don't want him to, to avoid. Yeah, because he would go back to the EU where mm -hmm. he's resident at, but they don't want to let him go back. Yeah, because then at that point he might... He might not come back yeah. or whatever, which... 
seek like asylum of sorts. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure there's another word for it. Uh, that's like oh extradition. He would avoid extradition. Yeah, but I don't think he would. Well, maybe like the if 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 he wouldn't if that wouldn't be the case, then they would allow him to move. Since it's like kind of like flippy floppy. I don't think it's so flippy floppy. I think oh, it's controversy. I see. I see. So he's not allowed to leave until his sentencing date. Yep. Want to know his sentencing date is? I don't know if I'm ready for that. Is it like next year? It is. It is next year. I'm going to have a question for you. Is it early next year? February? It is. It is. It's February? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What's Tell that? me how it's before Sam Beckman frees. Oh. <laughs> sentencing date. That's a good question. That's actually a very good question. That that's a good. That's I don't even know how to respond to that. Sure, if you want, if we want to sit here and say, CZ can, broke the law. Uh huh. CZ did money kind laundering. Kind of like admitted fault. He admitted he 100% didn't, fault. He didn't require time of the U.S. government yeah. to go through trial and people's. But not just that. Let's say yes, he did allow no KYCs. Mm-hmm. Looking at this suit, if you look at it at face value, you would not. You would look at it and be like, "Wow, that's terrible." And what if I told you your bank that you bank with have done similar? Have done similar things. He's like, "Why is no one else in Standard Finance not held?" Just to give an example, banks, like Wells Chase? Fargo's Chase. Yes, but Wells Fargo yes, recently, in, a, in the last few years, got caught. I, w- I believe it was Wells Fargo's got caught. Mm-hmm. Giving or not not giving opening customer accounts. The thing is with without with, customers, <coughs> that is true. But well, but Wells, they only get a slap on the wrist here. Wells Fargo has had a history of of fraud. All these banks have had histories of all of all these of wrongdoings. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But, but no yet, doubt. Yet again, you are going to charge a crypto company mm-hmm. the biggest fine in U.S. history of four billion dollars. Oh, is it the biggest fine? Yes. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's that's big news. And you're gonna hold saying there were there were le- he turned himself in pretty much yes he admitted fault uh, from the words of Janet Yellen Binance 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 it's Binance no she said it right once she said it right yeah before. once in the video but you you hear these politicians and these beautiful humans talk about like all these people using Binance mm-hmm. were purposefully either exchanging with for an example, terrorist groups or whatever, mm-hmm. when in reality they, they they probably were doing sending transactions to those countries, I don't think it was necessary with terrorist groups. And mm-hmm. if they were, you can go ahead and look at those transactions. They're on chain. It's all public, mm-hmm. pseudonymous. However, we want to go after mm-hmm. this company who did no KYC and all this for allegedly doing money laundering, all this, but not go after the guy who gave a hundred million dollars to politicians, right? Yeah, and not truly seek for rep, rep uh, What's the word? I'm looking for a word. I lost it. Oh. Whatever, but not go after the guy who stole yeah. and lost customer and funds. Actually, used who, it illegally. Who against, used it illegally against his like contract that he gave to uh, his against clients. everything. Mm-hmm. Also, lost a hundred millions. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Once this bankruptcy is done, we'll go ahead and fire up the FTX again exchange. Mm under new management and not go after them for all the wrongdoing they did, right? Absolutely. And, of course, we'll let Sam Beckman-Fried go to trial in March bef- after 
CZ's, who clearly is a much better CEO. I'm not saying these both. This guy's a god. He's not a great human. Mm. But the other guy's a sack of turds <laughs> compared this, to this guy. This guy. And we look crime for crimes. The U.S. Mm-hmm. banks, I'm sure, are way worse. Have done much worse crimes mm-hmm. than this exchange has. I just think it goes against what the U.S. wants. Untruthfully, I don't think we'll ever get sponsors on this show. <laughs> this guy's coming in with the heat right now. I don't think we'll ever get sponsors on this show. So a hundred percent, I see like the the controversy behind it. Um, seeing how Sam and FTX stole customers' funds uh, versus Binance not being fully compliant with um, anti money money laundering uh, regulations. Now you said something that was like, "Oh, these the people using Binance were maybe com- uh, doing transactions with uh, unsanctioned Sanch- with, with sanctioned, sanctioned countries. countries." But then again, it's not like they would know because this is a centralized exchange; they have their own balance sheet. They just sell to the centralized exchange at whatever price the centralized exchange is marking the price at. But he, what I mean by is they allowed users. For an example, yeah, they, they Binance allowed users to from Iran mm-hmm. and the U.S. to maybe mm-hmm. send send 100%. currencies to each other, yeah. or funds from the U.S. holders to go to Iran, and then funds from Binance just natural to be you to be bought up by Iran mm-hmm. and by the Saudis, whoever we had sanctioned Russia, you name any of them, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, to say that they're going to be used by terrorist organizations or whatever for their it's, misdeeds it's, it's is little, BS. It's, it's a jump in logic. It's like you're making leaps. It's the same way. You're assuming I, things that aren't, that there's it's not, you based, on you have, it's yeah, not it's based on fact. It's not based on fact. It's not based on The fact. same way the U.S., these politicians said, oh, yeah, Hamas has been using hundreds of millions of dollars or millions of dollars mm-hmm. in crypto funds. Which being, is, which, which was bullshit. Actually proven to be bullshit. On, uh, on daily. Chain, because that was like in the moment they found exchange the transaction like no nothing's being sent i think i think i read somewhere that uh organizations rather actually not like these hamas said it hamas said like we stopped taking money from from crypto because it was everyone could see because yeah you could see yeah if i I don't know if we mentioned this on the other we did i'm just reiterating because yeah where like if you are an organization looking to start like acts of war essentially you don't you, want to use crypto. You don't want people to know how much funds you have in your balance sheet. Because then, like, oh, they're spending so much on this, so much on that. Like, how, you could literally, like, run a marathon against them. Yeah. We've talked on this very show early on. I think it was before we had video. Mm-hmm. How there was, uh, early on, there was people, they're not people, there was um, terrorist groups buying arms. Mm-hmm with crypto Mm -hmm. and the u.s government themselves i think caught wind of it and they saw the trades happening of Mm -hmm. like one arms dealer receiving crypto and then the other guy just receiving weaponry Mm -hmm. and they're like how do you get this guns what's all this movement yeah they were able to track and they're able to track and be like oh these motherfuckers have took it all Mm -hmm. yeah it happens it absolutely happens that's the beauty of blockchain and uh, decentralized finance that transactions are publicly admitted and that you will see how much funds if you could associate a certain account to a certain organization you can see what they're working with what they're spending it on and it's actually one of like something that i think is one of the the points as to why governments should be using blockchain technology so that and you as a citizen should care about this because 
you would see if funds are being used as they were promised to be used versus over inflammatory like uh, contracts where executives end up getting paid more than what they should be getting paid. Um, Having an open ledger just increases the amount of accountability associated to transparency. Transparency is super important in in today's day, especially how like information is super accessible. What's that crypto crimes report that comes out every year kind of showing the misuse, not misuse, but the the illegal transacting that's going on within crypto and then the illegal transacting is happening in dollars. So one of the most uh, organized groups is Chainalysis. Uh, they see all the fraudulent transactions, whether it be uh, something like like sanctions, like transactions being done by one, com- one country to another country that has sanctions uh, to fraud committed by ransomware or just tax evasion, for example. They have like a, a handful of different things that they that they monitor, um, and the the U.S. government actually uses chain analysis quite often. Here it is. What what do you find? Well, I'm looking, it's loading up. Give me a sec. Okay. Yeah, no, I I think uh, <clears throat> there is some like overstep to to a degree uh, into what CZ is facing compared to SBF. And how his his uh, charges are being expedited much faster, where the 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 level of harm uh, like committed is not just it's not proportional. People's lives were actually uh, were like like actually affected because of the fact that they lost their funds. Versus oh maybe some. Uh, criminal organizations got access or some countries that have sanctions with the United States got funds that they shouldn't be getting come in eyes in the eyes of the government so if you don't mind me asking what is it that, that you're like trying to pull up so it's a financial report saying how what's what is how much crypto is used in criminal activity mm-hmm. and it's less than one percent by financial report yeah yeah Absolutely. Um, Versus in dollars, it's just yeah. There's way much more. more than there's that. much more criminal activity done in fiat currencies uh, through wires and cash. Yeah. Versus, or even like hard assets like uh, gold, for example. I was gonna say paintings. Yeah, but paintings <laughs> paintings is a whole nother like rabbit hole. One problem at a time. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, the future, the future for Binance and the whole like regulatory industry is is going to be developing pretty rapidly within especially with the this whole um uh damn i forgot the word right now the etf yeah. coming out like regulations are going to start being in place we have two presidents for countries already like pro crypto and more countries are realizing that Regulation and like all like legal framework associated to blockchain tech cannot be ignored, and the longer it's ignored, the more like the more indiscrepancies are gonna there, there's gonna be. So some of the things that you hear in the crypto verse is that for the ETF to be approved by the SEC, some of their worries are things like Binance and their KYC policies and all this is that with now CZ out, 
it gives more f- a favorable CEO like Richard, who is more compliance oriented, whatever, mm-hmm. that the SEC will feel more com- will be will feel more comfortable mm-hmm. up allowing or um, oh. accepting or denying also because yeah, they, they have the right to deny. But. They do have the right to deny, but this, uh, same, what I mean by this is it makes it more a more favorable opportunity for them to approve it because they're gonna have people oh, who are gonna okay, be following the guidelines and those laws that are currently in place. Yeah, I totally see. I totally see that that's uh point like stance. Um if we have more people uh, or operating these these organizations, these companies <laughs> that have a track record of being compliant and being comp- to a degree complacent. Uh then they would be more favorable in placing certain restrictions and setting up frameworks that that they could feel like they could be like oh we could monitor this man this whole thing is uh it it really is the wild wild west out here that's for sure like i do think uh stability will come as time progresses uh whether it be just in fundamentals behind the actual technology that's being used or uh i guess a legal like in terms of like what what countries feel like would benefit them the most and at that point we'll just we're going to be redefining borders and how and how the economy is as a whole at the um global scale yeah just to wrap up on this finance thing so i said richard was a ceo of, of singapore or something of singapore so richard was the served as a as the company's global head of regional markets for a few months prior to assuming the top role of CEO, he had formerly he had, he had previously been the Singapore CEO before serving as the Binance regional head of Asia. So he's worked in Binance for a little bit before now taking over. Oh, so you, he's worked with he was working Binance, for, an, Binance for Binance already. So it's not just like some random person. No, he's not a rando. He's a guy who, who's already been in the company for a little bit and is just now taking over. He got he got a, he got a promotion. Essentially, big promotion. But yeah, I, I think CZ should be fine. I think he shouldn't get. He also is sentenced that he can possibly get some time. I don't think he will, and if he does, he should get very little. And if he does get time, I believe he he should be out for good behavior. He should definitely get at least personal personal opinion. He should get less personal time. opinion. He shouldn't really get any time. He Sam McGrath should serve <coughs> thirty years in prison. He should get less time than Sam. He sh- he's definitely will. <laughs> I hope I'd, I'd hope so. But yeah, how the how are you gonna tell me this f- fucking guy is gonna get tried before? Before, yeah, before Sam. It's it's who it's, was found guilty in a trial, criminal trial, like in a criminal trial. actual like in court. Yeah, took time after he had everyone snitch on him. Yeah, everyone else who snitched deserves and time too. And he probably still feels like he's innocent. innocent. Man, it really is wild. Also, CZ made tweets. So did Richard. All these people go to her twitters. What do you mean? That CZ also tweeted. Oh, like he, tweet, he tweeted. He tweeted the day he got. Yeah. Yeah. So, got. like, we want more direct information. Check out, check out their their Twitter pages. Yeah, their X pages. It's X now. Continue on this on these politicians. So in that, in the right after news broke, Janet Yellen, all these people gave comments afterwards of cz binance whatever 
um, I don't know her name, but this is the not Janet Yellen, the other lady basically said, all crypto exchanges and DeFi protocols that deal with or serve U.S. customers will deal with the full force of the U.S. if you're not complying with our regulations, essentially. DeFi also? Yes. Wow. It's a big threat. It's a serious I, threat. I feel like they should tell her, fuck around and find out. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. If a DeFi protocol is truly decentralized, then it should have minimal... Apart from their front end. Mm-hmm. In part, yeah, because like... They, so the issue that we're, we're addressing right now is the fact that these DeFi protocols, like DOIDX, yeah. um, uh, Their back end could be fully decentralized, no mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. But then the front end have uh, some website that's The way you're interfacing with them has to have an owner, a mm-hmm. domain, mm-hmm. a company behind it. But then again... U.S. customers can very easily circumvent all these like issues and access uh, websites that are not accessible in the U.S. If, by region um, yeah. through VPNs and just Other have means. access to that. This is not condoning of any of this. Um, do whatever you want. Yeah, just not financial advice. You're, you're facing your own consequences when you yeah. do stuff like that. The political landscape is just... You can really tell the government doesn't want... It, they don't want it. They don't want it. I mean, and that's telling. I think that's telling as to where pol- politicians stand. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because if if you... I think I saw a video of um, this Kennedy guy. I forgot. I forgot Robert I Kennedy? Robert Kennedy. I, I always think of JFK. RFK. RFK. Um, where he's like, oh, well, he was talking about the Canadians and the 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 trucker strike that was yeah. going on. I think it was like a year or two ago. Two years now. Two years ago. It was three almost. It was 2020. Oh, was it? I think so. 2020, so, so two to three. Definitely. Th- like, yeah, three years ago. Damn, time flies. That was during COVID? It was during COVID. Yeah. 2020. 2020. 2020, 2021. Two to three. Somewhere, Closer around, to three. somewhere around that time frame. Um he was talking about he's like look these people were never the truckers were receiving funds through crypto people were sending them money um in solidarity support against like the unfair compensation and like uh working environments environments <clears throat> and the canadian government pretty much cut off all their bank accounts yeah that's they, why they were receiving crypto they did freeze their, their accounts and so it's like they but these people were never charged of anything Nope. And he's like, well, that's just not, that's not right. He had a specific phrase I don't remember. And I was like, well, 100%. If politicians can control how you spend your money, um, and this kind of ties into like uh, uh, the centralized currencies. Uh, what was it? Fiat? No, not Fiat. The CBDCs? CBDCs. If they, they kind of ties into CBDCs. If, if a agency or a very centralized organization has control over your funds that's not true freedom and it's kind of like the whole thing behind crypto and blockchain is like you are the owner of your asset no one can tell you what you can and cannot do behind behind it i think part of it is in the past we've seen more so real either mafia bosses true criminals Mm -hmm. who either killed drug dealing whatever get their assets frozen 
get mm-hmm. their stuff impounded, get their things seized, and you're like, okay, that person deserved it. Mm-hmm. I think in the last couple of years, you've seen it happen to people who either have been protesting for their right to do whatever or have been doing X in solidarity for something. And then now you're like, oh, but now you came off, you came after our bank accounts for doing no true crime. Mm-hmm. Something that's, at least in the United States, protected by the Constitution. Yeah. So it's kind of like... Like protesting. Exactly. And then okay. you're like, oh, so you want to take... You want to stop us from ha- mm-hmm. using our money, but you don't allow me to protest or speak about mm-hmm. No. Th- and then the CBDC would just make this so much easier for them to either print more money, take your money, like literally just take it out of your account, mm-hmm. stop you from using it, or limit you from using it, or on where you use it, how you use it. It's 100% government overreach. It's... It's an infringement on your uh, your freedom to express yourself because of the way you spend your money and the way you, you spend your funds really determines on how you interact with the world. That's a form of expression, expression. interaction with other with other communities, with other organizations, with just people in general kind of like falls down to a financial like asset. And if someone's limiting you on that, that is, an, like you said, an overreach as to as to what the government is like doing. Yeah. You said um, this was in regards to to the whole Binance thing. What? Um. Oh, with uh, uh Jan, uh, with uh, Yellen. Mm-hmm. And uh, who who was the other person? You didn't say. I didn't say a name. I didn't didn't know her name. That well, the statement that she said was, Mm -hmm. "They'll go. Oh, they're gonna come after DeFi that serves Mm -hmm. U.S. customers." Yeah, like that's just that's just kind of like absurd, like in terms of overreach. I'm gonna be honest. Of all the problems that there are in the U.S., you want to go after DeFi? Yeah, for real. Really? 100%. Out of all the problems you want to deal with, 100%. I can see where your priorities lie. Yeah. It's true. I saw a video today of uh, some guy in California. I'm not saying there aren't scams or anything like that or that things that go wrong. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you're saying like they these people are um, kind of like circumnavigating it and saying yeah. that it is, oh, for consumer protection. Yeah. Like trying to put this facade saying, yeah. oh, this not saying there aren't wrong yeah, doings correct. that do happen 100%. in DeFi or all these 100%. things. Yeah. Like, there are was, like we said, this is the wild, wild west. However, out of all the life-threatening things that occur, mm-hmm. this is not number one. This is, yeah, definitely not. Definitely not number one. What were you saying? I'm sorry if I interrupted you like an asshole. Oh, no, 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 you didn't. You're fine. Uh, yeah, I was seeing some guy who owns a property in California by the U.S.-Mexico border. Gotcha. And it's so close to the border that he's on the daily sees dozens of of immigrants coming through illegal immigrants coming through mm-hmm. border patrol apparently doesn't have the the right to like just turn them back like they can't just say oh. i don't know how that works it's above my pay grade that's crazy it's just so essentially he's like he sees these people coming in he asks them because that's his house and he's just like he literally walks out of his property and he's there he's like oh where are you from and he asks them as they're walking they're not going to stop walking they just keep just keep on walking trying to get into U- the US uh, he's asking them where they're from and he says they're coming from all over uh, 
from all over the world. Yeah, they're not they're not just Mexican. Uh, Chinese, Turkish, Indian, uh, Ukrainians, all, everyone, everyone, everyone around the world is coming is coming to you. Coming through the Mexican border, the, the southern border, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, and like that's a big at least in terms of like if you're an agency, a government agency, a organization like that, and you have so many people infiltrating because that's an infiltration. But they're allowed to. They're they are allowing them to. Yeah. Um. That could cause at least. From my perspective, I think that could cause more um, more trouble than it has committing like transactions. Oh freely. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, we currently don't know where to, we're gonna house them all. Mm-hmm. Not because we don't, not because of any other reason. Just because, for the most part, a lot of the people coming immigrating. I don't care if you're illegal. I don't. I'm not talking about that. But just where they're going mm-hmm. is typically to these very populated cities. Mm-hmm. You're not going to the Midwest. You're not going yeah, to where yeah, there's all this land and there's just, there, there just isn't. Opportunity to grow, build, and do stuff. Exactly. You want to go where their money's flowing and... Exactly. Not all of them, but a large majority is. And because of that, all these... New York, mm-hmm. Florida, California, Texas. Who else borders? Arizona, kind of. Arizona. All these kind states of. are getting bombarded. Like, it doesn't border, but it's But it's close. close. All these close states are just getting an, an influx of people that they are just not... They don't know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. Whether whether Howard DeSantis sent Florida to... Florida, um, yeah, but that's also home, like... It well, just, I was homeless, I believe, but you're sending... It's just home. insane because, like, yeah. the amount of money that we're spending on, on, on trying to figure out where money is being sent versus, oh, like, where are these people coming? Like, how are we going to... How are we going to support them? Because at the end of the day, society requires a community. And there's these people who are not from the community yeah. coming in. Like, you need to find a place for them to be productive. Also not saying that they shouldn't come. Uh, or not saying 100%. America should should go, no one should come in. I'm saying America should, can streamline and make this better than just a free-for-all come in and not know where Correct. we're going to put everything. 100%, I, I agree with you on that. Like, I, I see too much disorganization. I'm not. I mean, America is a land of immigrants. It's literally the founding fathers were all immigrants from England. Yeah, they they conquered they conquered this land. They, yeah, they were like they fucked over the natives. Unfortunately, they, 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 did, they did. Sympathies to the natives. Hundred percent, like hundred um, percent. And it's just insane. Like if if we're here already, if all these immigrants are already here, try to maintain something that's that's structurally sound. I would be like, you want to immigrate? Fine, perfect. You gotta go to the Midwest though. You gotta start filling this up. Inside. <laughs> you gotta fill this inside part. It's a joke. We gotta fill this inside part out. It's too empty. Wyoming, I heard got a lot of land. I've never been to Wyoming, but I heard it got a lot of land. <laughs> it's open space over there. Open space. There's plenty of space. Yeah. yeah, yeah the, the the issue with that is like we're getting so canceled, but I continue. <laughs> You're like, this this is one of those hot 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 take episodes. Um the thing is, like, one of, like, the the standing principles of America as, like, as a principle, that whether it stands to it or not, is freedom. It is your ability to do as you think is fit for you. Uh, if they start requiring these immigrants to start going to, right, like, specific locations, that's kind of like, oh, you're taking away freedoms from them. No, you're immigrating. is different. That's why it's controversial. It's not. It, it is though. No, one hundred percent. 
I will give a perfect example. There's no reason why Cubans who are seeking asylum from Cuba are going back within a year back to Cuba. Okay, but that's a different that's a different conversation though. But I no look, I I agree. But I'm not an immigrant saying, who's immigrating, 100%. who's looking for refuge. I'm saying they're looking for people, refuge. Yeah, if you're looking for refuge, why are you going back to the country that you? I'm also allowed to say I'm a Cuban. <laughs> he's like he's I'm like, allowed to say whatever I for want. For this, I'm not. He's like for, for this, this one, I'm, not, I'm not getting canceled. I'm not getting canceled. This is, I can stand on this <laughs> he's one. He's like everything else. Yeah, and yeah. for your information, I was born there. Yes. Yes, but but you weren't look, uh, seeking refuge. I was not. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I totally understand that the whole point perspective of like the Cubans coming over, staying here for like the time like, frame that they're supposed to, so they could seek residency. Exactly. And then once they uh, achieve that residency, oh, they immediately go back to the country. Okay. Like, not at all. What refuge were you looking for then? Like I wouldn't be imposed to go for five years. You're not allowed back. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to leave mm-hmm. to 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 the to Cuba whatsoever. Be, or opposed. ten. You wouldn't be opposed to something like that. No. I mean that that does sound relatively reasonable. It's, if you're going seeking after refuge, there should be a a way to do it. The U.S. I'm assuming can that, do it. In that the being said, possible. we can't say that for like any other like nationality because we don't know what the the nationalities and like. The, if you're seeking refuge, you should not be allowed back to the country you're seeking refuge and if from. You do you shouldn't come back? Like you shouldn't. Be if you're back. seeking refuge from that country, the, the thing is with the way that the border the border. Well, this border is, is a little different yeah. right now. It's a little wonky, but yeah. not the point. We can move on. I want to go back to crypto. I don't like this. This topic is boring. <laughs> Fair. 100%. Um, Before we continue, rest in peace, Charlie Munger, co-founder of Berkshire Hathaways. Charlie Munger. Charlie. Charlie, yeah. Uh, he died recently? Today? You told me. I know you said that I'm saying this for the podcast. Well, yeah. yeah, but you don't got to act so dumb about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm saying this for the podcast. I understand, okay. but you don't got to act like so blank okay. on it. Like, it okay. confuses me. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I, I told okay. him this before we started. So, news, William gave me this news right before we started. Charlie Munger died. 99 years old. 99. I was surprised that he was still working at so, such an age. Uh, Warren Buffett is also yes. around the same age. No, no he's, just he's also still working. That's also just his work ethic, like yeah. pushing through. Also... Uh, Warren was like, I wouldn't, Berkshire Hathaway's would give 100% credit. He's like, Berkshire Hathaway's would not be where it is without him. Without, whatsoever. without Charlie. And mm-hmm. I'm sure if, if it would have been vice versa, yeah. Charlie would have been like, Berkshire Hathaway's is not without Warren Buffett. Without Warren Buffett. 100%. And I think uh, everyone agrees with that. Oh, for sure. hundred Like, without a doubt. If, if you don't agree with that, then you probably don't know enough about it. But to one of the goats in terms of investing the yeah, way they invest. 100%. May he rest in peace. Um, I don't know what his ethics are, but... I don't care. Homie, I've never heard he, nothing. He's, he enjoyed... He's goaded for... Financial genius. Financial genius. Anyone who has to argue about it, suck a nut because you're not a financial genius because now you'll be worth $2.5 billion. Um, I'm sorry if I attacked you, whoever <laughs> that was. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. Even I'm though glad. he didn't like crypto. He, he did No. He wasn't uh, Warren's no. not also not a fan, but financial but, genius. But he's like invested somewhat. Yeah, like light hundred pro- mil. He's pro- like proxy. I'm kidding. He's, no, no, no. He actually is though. Hundred mil. Well, oh no. Okay, I give him hundred okay. mil because he's okay, worth two. No, no. Yeah, no. He's invested through like because uh, he owns shares in companies that own crypto. Oh, he's a um, yeah. So he's like uh, a, proxy. He's like kind of like <laughs> proxied into crypto. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, he doesn't. He might not agree with it, but then, then again, he's investing in companies that that do. Wow, what an episode, guys! 
what an episode. This has been a, a fun one. We're still we're, so, we're, so, we're, so, we're so recording. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Um, I just think it's been a wild, wild episode <laughs> so far. <laughs> what else you got? Well, me. Um, so AI crypto. Uh, wait, wait, wait. AI cryptos are also going to blow up. AIs and cryptos? No, no. Crypto, like AI cryptos mm-hmm. are going to blow up. Okay. Not not yeah, separate. It's, it's like, like gonna be like the cryptos the... that use AI mm-hmm. and the AIs that use crypto are going to blow are gonna up. Are going to be, yeah, 100%. Right? We've definitely talked about this on the podcast before. Uh, any, any decentralized form of information that's being shared and uh, developed is going to be the leader uh, in the long run. Just yeah. not, not even just talking about short-term gains. Like long run there there is extreme fear for centralized uh centralization of of ai and the like the overreach that can come from that so much so that the biden administration actually executed an executive order uh implementing new regulations for the ai industry which I think is quite crazy. Uh, it is going to cause a lot of headaches for anyone within AI and anyone that <clears throat> is developing uh, uh, learn any le- uh, learning mod uh, learning models to the point where user information has to be uh, anonymous. Uh, any like vectors for attacks needs to be mitigated significantly. They released uh, an executive order, order number one four one one zero. I think it was like yesterday. Yeah. Oh no, my bad. Not yesterday. A couple of days ago. <laughs> um. So adding some sort of mm-hmm. protections. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much for the consumer. Again, same same thing. But these seem more real. <laughs> yeah. Like it just like we said. Uh. In terms of those protections, they kind of like fit more within line of decentralization. It'll be easier, or at least some aspects would be easier uh, if it were decentralized. Well, that's why coins like Filecoin, mm-hmm. uh, any any sort of cloud storage decentralized token will it, do good. Yeah, hundred percent. Will perform at some point. At some point, like 100%. just in fundamentals, not even yeah, looking, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not even look at charts. Yeah, not looking at not looking at technical analysis. It's just or like short term, like bull market, like yeah, market. just no, fundamentally, just, they make sense in the long term in mm-hmm. terms of AI knowledge being distributed. Yeah, where is it going to go? And develop. not one source of attack or one source of input or one source of anything. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So um, on that note, uh, I think I mentioned something last week on artificial general intelligence. Uh, some people at Cornell University just released a benchmark uh, mm-hmm. also last week, uh, November 21st, called Gaia. It's a benchmark for general AI assistance. It is used to determine whether or not uh, artificial intelligence has like some basic understanding that humans can comprehend that AI generally cannot. So for the most part, People have been using AI for uh, more advanced uh, problems like solving chemistry equations uh, or anything biomedical or law, which is like kind of like super exceeds general human 
uh, understanding of things. Uh, but AI has a really hard time understanding very basic, like more uh, general information. That's why AI, uh, artificial general intelligence is kind of like what the worry is. Um, so by this benchmark, Gaia, it looks like uh, they created like over 400 questions, over 300 questions that, uh, questions and answers that humans have a 92% accuracy in answering while GPT-4 with plugins has only a 15% uh, rate in answering accurately. What? Yeah, so it's a very big difference uh, What where GPT-4 is right now mm -hmm. and general human intelligence. So meaning me and you could essentially get a 92 on that. Uh, Correct. So out of the, you said 300, so we got like 280. Mm -hmm. We get like two eighty, right? Something yeah. like that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, some 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 numbers like that. Uh, oh, my bad. They devised four hundred sixty six questions. They have wow. retained three hundred questions for like, um, just so that people don't, like of those four hundred sixty six questions they've published three hundred. Uh, they published one hundred and sixty six answers. The three hundred remaining answers are like more like just on them to gotcha. for baseline. But yeah. Of these 466 questions, we would answer 92%. Uh, we would answer at the 92 percentile. God. Humans in general. Humans. Mm -hmm. uh, That's wild. What What's an example? Of the, do you have those questions on there? Do you have an example? So I tried looking for them, actually. I couldn't find them. There's a link here. Um, I'm going to click it to see if I could try to find it on the spot. It takes you to uh, huggingface.co slash Gaia, uh, whatever benchmark. Um and there's a leaderboard in everything for seeing where different uh, AI models are, What's, are scoring. Which, which AIs are GPT there? GPT-4 plus manually selected plugins is reaching 14.6. Mm -hmm. GPT-4 Turbo is at 9.7. GPT-4 no plugins, 6.06. Uh -huh. uh, it looks like the majority of these are actually just GPT on this. On this I was one. about to say. Yeah. Um, but in general, like they're just testing it out on humans and uh, different models. So on this leaderboard, you could actually submit your own model, the model name, the family system prompt example, and the URL to the model information. Uh, so you could evaluate it against this. Uh, what's it called? Uh, this framework benchmark. But yeah, the. Uh, Cornell is just like kind of like having this as a basic uh, form of determining if an AI model is close to AGI capacity. And it's not by that. And the, yeah, yeah, GPT-4, one of the most advanced AIs isn't, at least what's public. Yeah. Because OpenAI is pretty centralized. Not, I wouldn't even say just that. I'm like, we're also just GPT-4. It's been public for two years now, maybe a year. A year. A year, I think fifty percent in a year with plugins, with manually selected. So it's like this: they're they're selecting and deselecting certain plugins exactly based off of like their ability to answer so it correctly. I, I think our Hermosi makes a good point. Yeah, GPT four is not the greatest. GPT fifty five though. Yeah, no, for sure, a hundred percent. The exponential growth that G the AI has is gonna be insane. I think. Um, go. What's the lowest GPT there that they have? I was actually um, listening to a podcast uh, uh, 
that Rand from Crypto Banter was on. Follow Crypto Banter, they're great. Um, it was a podcast on PBD back a few six, like six months ago. Oh, oh, and, I watched that one. He was... And and Rand was talking about. It. He's like, look, uh, they're talking specifically about um, the job market and uh, what unemployment is currently looking at mm-hmm. and like how it will look like. Rand was essentially saying, he's like, look, this was six, like about six months ago, give or take. He's yeah. like, yeah, AI isn't going to be an issue now, but give it 16 months, a year and a half, maybe two years, and that might be different, where AI models start improving significantly over time. And going back to Alex Hermosi, GPT-54, whatever. Yeah, I, I think 16 months might be too soon, because from then to now... It's, 16 months is a little, is a little soon, so but then again... He even said two years, I think that's still too soon. Yeah. I think five years, but then again, maybe even three no, years. No, 100%. But like, then again, he said that six months ago, when it just came out, and GPT-4 was probably just, just came out. Yeah, I think three years is a good number to see a good benchmark. I think three years of AI would be wild. And then seeing how the decentralized market shows up for it, yeah, on this uh, yeah. on this leaderboard. Then again, like I told you, it only came out. It five looks like days. it's only GPTs. Yeah, it only came out five days ago. It's only GPTs. Which is the lowest GPT there? Uh, GPT three point five. Where is it scoring? Uh, four point eighty five percent average score. So this is technically been the out. highest score it got was a seven point five. Okay, so level one one score percentage wise for GPT four, the highest uh, an AI model was able to score was thirty point three percent, which is double what the average is but like typical rate it's still pretty low yeah it's not like saying what's the average it's not saying what's the best human gonna get yeah it's not it's, yeah. yeah it's because yeah, the best humans will probably Probably get 100 we'll get 100 um getting back into like the ai gpt um agi thing they're still far away like at least according to to this standard. not too far yeah not too far but still 30 i mean 30 percent is the highest rating rating but so go so from three to plugins though mm-hmm. it's double yeah right from yeah. four yeah so on average from 3.5 to to gpt4 with plugins uh it is a difference of 10 percent 4.85 point set 4.85 percent that wasn't caught on camera <laughs> 4.85 percent for gpt 3.5 one more and then 14.6% for GPT-4 with plugins. Little foam things. <laughs> I told you you have to re-stick it in the middle. Yeah, the whole double-sided tape thing. And you can't make them too tight. Yeah, and no, I gotta put some space on them. Yeah. And then... uh, 7 point- cents. Huh? 27 cents. 27 cents. 27, this is 27 cents worth of... Uh, phone gets you but yeah ai is definitely like oh we were talking also about um decentralized artificial intelligence and how that's going to be just a fundamental leader in the future <clears throat> speaking about ai tesla has a like supercomputer yeah with Tens of thousands or 10,000 specifically. NVIDIA graphic cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, H100 GPUs. They set up this computer pretty much. It's all on-prem. Uh, they're fully like responsible for, for maintaining all the, all the devices. And they're using it to process data collected from their fleet of cars on the road. 
okay. their goal is to make it fully autonomous. Yeah, that's been old news. Yeah. Like, the, we, we, not about that, but I'm saying we always knew Tesla was connect, collecting data because every time a car would go over a specific bump in the road, if it's already recorded enough times, it would avoid it. It was on autonomous driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing is, they're just constantly trying to, to make that the mission, like, the, make the, the vision the mission, make it the goal. Fully autonomous vehicles. I think they've invested over a billion dollars at this point. Yeah. July, in July 2023, CEO Elon Musk revealed the firm would invest $1 billion into building out its uh, Dojo supercomputer over nice. the next year. And they just launched it. Yeah, they just started launching it pretty much. Yeah, so they probably had a smaller one before. Not yeah, yet. they did. Uh, 2012, they had some other like supercomputer with... Uh, some other uh, CPU with 354 CPU cores, and what a difference! Yeah, completely. Like the AI cluster before was worth 300 million dollars. Like the the computer before was worth 300 million. And now they got a billy. So 1.3 million, one 1.3 billion. Nice. Yeah, they're on their way. They're on their way. I think self-driving cars are going to be a great advancement in society. I don't want them. It has. Don't get me wrong. It has big drawbacks. I'm going to have a car with and without it. It needs to have decentralized features also. I want one with and one without. For it. sure. For sure. And then private roads to drive on. Why private roads? Well, no. Private roads are much better. No. 100%. You no. just pay your toll, get on the road. No. Do whatever you can. No. You just want to drive to the same places, but you don't want to be in your self-driving car. Mm-hmm. Because it also means all these cars are going to be autonomous, have to communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get there. Well, in my lifetime, at least. You'd be surprised, man. No. Because it has to work with the state with the with the state highway system too. Mm-hmm. To understand what's going to happen next. Yeah, no. There's definitely a bunch of a f- bunch of room for improvement on on the whole. Autonomous vehicles. We've we've had this argument before, and I've always argued against you. <laughs> I know it's true. That yeah, it has happened. He loves. He wants self driving, and he wants you to have a private road to drive your car. And I tell you, no, every time. Every time. Every single time. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's communistic. That's that's open market. What are you talking about? That's communistic. That's a public. That's a there's a public option, and there's a private option. No, well, not when the public option is for everyone to use. That's what public is. Everyone a- can use and it. because I don't have my electric autonomous car, I can't use it. Well, that's a that's another discussion, though. That's what you've always argued. Well, yeah, obviously, if you don't have a, 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 a an autonomous car, you shouldn't use a, you shouldn't use a public road. Is right. what you've always said. I suppose I don't know. I, I'd rather not have this conversation right now. He's not ready for it. No, doesn't want to smoke. This is for another. <laughs> let's, let's leave this one for another time. You got nervous. <laughs> I didn't get nervous. You got any news? Anything else? No. Yeah, because I'm surprised. Like, this this episode actually went by pretty fast. I mean, Bitcoin pullback going to happen at some point. It is. I, I agree with that. I think there is. We'll give the alpha at the end of the episode. We'll see. See who sticks around to catch it. <laughs> see who's the, Bitcoin six, pullback will happen. Bitcoin will pull back 15 to 20%. 15%? Easy. Wow, that's, that's pretty high. Son. I think it's higher than what I anticipated. 
What did you expect? Like five to ten. No. You think more? Putting up trading view. So from current price, right? On the weekly. You said five? Yeah. It does five percent every day. Five <laughs> percent is thirty-five thousand. Wait, you have like a, a percentage thing? Yeah, the ruler. The measure. The ruler. Ah. You go downwards and it tells you okay. percentage down. Five percent is only thirty-five thousand. You said ten percent too, right? Ten percent is also only thirty-four thousand. Yeah, I'm new to the trading view thing, so I'm figuring it out. You're right. Yeah, thirty-three is twelve thousand. Fifteen, where I think it's more most likely to go, is thirty-one thousand nine hundred. And I think at the worst of it, hopefully twenty twenty thousand twenty percent is thirty thousand. You know what, William? I did not know about this ruler feature. Yeah, it doesn't stay, but you can. No, but it's pretty pretty solid. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, William just uh, dropped some gems. If you stick to the, if you stick to this far, damn. Yeah, that's like the next weekly support line there is. After this big pump that we've been going on for the last couple of weeks, yeah. Next support is thirty thousand. If it if it just if it you know drops below all that basically from 34 you're on the weekly still to 31 there is nothing holding you back there's like nothing okay which is fine pullbacks are normal we typically get like 12 pullbacks in a bull run i think let me see if i can pull this up i think i might have saved this on x um some some guy dropped a chart uh showing that there are typical like highs and lows about plus or minus 21 days of the bitcoin happening of the first bitcoin happening which is today it's november 28th was the first bitcoin happening oh that's not appropriate let's take that out um uh, no, no I don't I think think <laughs> what did you have it looked like some two homeless people having sex on the on the streets on your Twitter? Twitter, yeah. I don't know what that would be on Twitter. It's fine. We accept it here. I don't know what We're progressives. Um, bookmarks. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, yeah, cool. Pulled it up. Also, I say that because the weekly oh, no, is still overbought. The weekly is still overbought? Weekly has not gone down. The weekly is super overbought right now. Okay, yeah. So I pulled up the chart. Uh, today is the most important day of the year for Bitcoin. All cycles are centered around the date of the first happening, November 28, 2012. Green accumulation year is now over and blue year has begun. Every single prediction of the happening cycle theory, green year was right. We had a bottom plus or minus 21 days from November 28, 2022. The best cycles buying prices. An early top plus or minus 21 days from July 9th. Um, and then parentheses July 13th and the yield dot. A return to the median price at 34,000. It looks like this guy is saying in this year, price will spend most of its time around the median of thirty-four thousand five hundred. It will be the second year early top. It will be the second early top, plus or minus twenty-one days from July 9th, twenty twenty-four. Expected price around forty to forty-eight thousand, but not determined. Price will then be near, but not at new all-time highs, November twenty-eighth, twenty twenty-four. So he's expecting somewhat near. Uh the but not new all-time high so november 28th 2024 like peak last year that last cycle 
68 this, 69. Time, this time next year really uh, mm-hmm. blue year has always started off on a great note which every cycle seeing a really early off a rally early off you were here on november 28 2023 mark it down and start prepping for new all-time highs let me copy this link and add that to the to the to the, to the document so that we can have that uh, i'll figure that out so then he has a chart here pretty much showing the the days november 28th when from the past four cycles mm-hmm. and then dotting up the first first and second early tops and then the bitcoin tops and bottoms for that specific cycle cycle um showing you where we are today which marks day 20 uh november 28th uh going into the new like thing we just had like a s- small rally and it, there's a dot there expecting the next se- or like early top second top uh next next year yeah with the the all-time high being 2025 according to this chart specifically this chart is uh trading off the halfening cycle thesis gotcha maybe yeah let's let me copy this link really quickly so i can throw it in there so be wary alts will also have a huge pullback then if bitcoin does drop yeah, yeah. 20 percent. yeah for sure if like bitcoin 40s drops, most likely like larger drops for sure yeah 100 percent. which Bitcoin is king when it comes. No to one's saying you to sell. By the way, we're just saying be ready for a good a buying opportunity within the coming months, maybe even weeks. Average down, depending your, your, your price. Just make sure you you have some cash to buy that large dip, and hopefully you're not buying into these like Bitcoin right now at thirty eight. Yeah, unless you're holding forever. Correct. Yeah, if you're yes. trading it. Not the that's best time that's to buy. That's right the only now. reason why I haven't bought right now. Like I'm like okay, I could. Uh, I could buy, but I don't want to. Like it just not, doesn't seem like the right move for me. That also applies to Seoul. Seoul right now is not a good time to buy. It just went on a rampage the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Seoul is also very overbought, by the way. Yeah, a lot of tokens right now at current market is really overbought. Recommendation would be to hold for a little bit and see what happens. And see what happens. These are just uh, what's it called? Ideas, ideas, thoughts, thoughts. Oh, uh, speaking about Bitcoin, uh, there is this mystery whale that's been buying up Bitcoin for the past month. Like nine k, right? He's at ten point three k. Boom. Ten point three thousand Bitcoin in twenty eight, twenty nine days. God dang, that is a lot, insane. And it came out of nowhere. Like he just started October thirty first just accumulating bitcoin large numbers large sums it's wild that's a lot of bitcoin it's a lot of bitcoin at least when i checked yesterday nine point something thousand uh he was at around 325 million dollars worth of bitcoin accumulated 325 325 yeah today is another 1178 jesus so 155 35. No, it's at 38. Yeah. Oh, it's at 38? Oh, sh- yeah. Yo, 37.9. Yeah. Depending when he bought it. Yeah, of course. Uh, so he's probably at 260? Like, uh, around $45,000 today. $45 million, my bad. Yeah. A lot of Bitcoin. That's a lot of Bitcoin. It's just an insane amount of Bitcoin. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. <laughs> just buying every day, every day, boatloads of Bitcoin. 
But yeah, we'll definitely see what happens with these prices. Yeah, I think uh, we're at the we're at the start of the bull run, man. Like we're gonna be seeing a lot of news coming up in the so, future. Yeah, so definitely wouldn't want to be left out of the loop. So from crypto banter, other um, traders are basically saying that we're basi- we're basically three hundred days into the bull run. Oh, 300 days in. Bull runs lasting a typical, what, 1,000? 1,000 to 6, 1,000 days, 900 days. Nine, nine, 900 days. Yeah. Right now, from the la- from the current bottom we've had to the current price we are, we've had a upturn with no strong pullbacks, about 144 days. Oh, wow. Okay. And yeah. typically, pullbacks happen every 90 to 100 days. Oh, so we're like... We're due for a we're pullback. Due, we're due for a pullback then, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see how this goes. If if we have any updates on that for next week's episode, yeah. Let's see if we. And typically, we have about. I've said it already. I don't think you caught it, but we have about like twelve pullbacks, like twelve. Like we peak, and every time we peak, there's a nice pullback, and there's like we have twelve to eleven of those every cycle. Every cycle, okay. Every bull run cycle, and we haven't had any from the beginning of this. Oh, we've had had three already. Three, okay. We're, we're going on to the fourth. This will be the fourth. This will be the fourth. So if you're watching this episode, that's hella alpha. And you made it to this point, that's you which is not it. many. You deserve it. You got nine opportunities to buy this bull market. Nine nine opportunities. To make some money. To make some money. Bull runs make money. You just got to make sure you keep it. Yeah. You don't want to. And take profits. Make sure to take profits. Take we'll profits. definitely make a more alpha trading episode coming shortly yeah for sure i'm excited for that once bitcoin comes to reasonable prices <laughs> yeah or we could get into it want to wrap it up yeah this is that sounds good thank you guys for joining us it's been another week wait like subscribe it's always the same thing hit the notification button <laughs> don't forget to buy some bitcoin Comment. if you haven't done so already let me know what you think about my shirt tell him he looks cute in his shirt yeah. make him happy oh thank you about him well, thank you guys. It's been another week of your favorite crypto podcast. Sometimes crypto. The unscripted crypto podcast. Hey, yo.